I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Podcast Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me the hell yeah! Hey, this is Veda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You're listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romoran, Chino Liao, and Emil A.S.H. checking in on a pick of the week special like we always do to start your week in wrestling. Uh, we'll tell you our favorite matches from the week. And if you want to be part of the conversation, you can always hit us up on Twitter and on TikTok. That's also where we welcome uh, your ambug, your contributions to the pick of the week pool. It is at Wrestling2XPod. We've got a lot of stuff going on for the month of May, the first of which is another viewing party that we're really psyched about even though uh, only one or two of us can actually be there because life happens and because of work. Ang saya ko kasi lapit lang sa bahay. Yeah. No, <laughs> you promote it because you're the one who's going to be there. No, 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 no. That's fine. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. No, uh, I can do it. Despite right. that, despite the close proximity to my uh, my home, so you can and fill out the, anything I missed out. The place is actually a great venue. It's called Hobby Stadium. It's located along Donya Hebedee Street in Quezon City. Manila Kazan City, and it's a great little venue for basically all sorts of nerds. You got your sports nerds, your trading card nerds, your figure nerds, your wrestling nerds. Everybody is welcome at Hobby Stadium. This is we are having our first viewing party in this brand new venue on uh, the 27th of May to welcome the brand new. Uh, world heavyweight champion, whoever that person may be, uh, during the night of champions pay per view. This is, of course, in conjunction with our friends from Geek Talk PH, Osida Shark, and Dennis will also be there alongside myself representing the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Uh, for your tickets, they can go to snack.ph and just look for the event right there. It's, I think, 500. All right, so it's a snack.ph slash geektalkph. It's already up uh, as of because uh, we mentioned them last Thursday. What happened? So it's already there. Early bird tickets are at 400 pesos. Yo. If you choose to walk in, 
It's going to be 500. Meron yung kasamang food item, I believe. I have been told that you can pick anything out, one single item on the menu. The food's pretty and, good. Yeah, nice. the food's pretty good. Yeah. So you can pick anything you want from the menu. Isa lang, syempre, yun yung libre mo. And then, uh, Hobby Stadium will be giving away some, you know, action figures and other prizes. So uh, I've been told that the more people who come, the better the prizes will be. So yes. I so alam niyo na if you want, hey, they might uh, just give away that giant Death oh, Star. I've been keeping my I eye mean, on. Hindi wrestling related, pero sana, No, you never know. Because <laughs> the more, if we pack the place at like eleven thirty p.m. all the way to like four four a.m. or whatever, uh, they might just give away like the best stuff, diba? Yeah. So, uh, there it is, the Night of Champions premium live event, live viewing party. It starts at eleven thirty p.m. That's when the doors open. Pero shamper the event itself. We'll start at um, 1 a.m., I believe. And, uh, syempre, slumber party na tayo doon. I don't know kung may mattress, pero I expect some of you they will be dozing They have comfy couches. <laughs> they have comfy some of y- couches. They some have y'all, giant TVs. Yeah. yeah, some of y'all will be sleeping on those couches. Because I'm sure uh, not everyone <laughs> can stay up the entire three hours or so. Mm, so good luck na lang sa mga pupunta. Sana mag-deodorant tayong lahat pag pupunta yes. tayo sa viewing party. <laughs> Walang shower, pero mag-ano pa rin kayo. Maligo pa rin kayo. Uh, mag-deodorant naman tayo. Anytime fitness sa tapat mo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Actually, kung may anytime pass kayo, please use yeah. it. I actually passed by uh, Donya Himadi Street the other day and I saw it. Uh, so it's one big building. I believe it's on like the top floor or second yeah, floor. Yeah, it's a, it's on the third floor of Yo. that building. Do a few restaurants on the side but mostly very quiet. So it's yeah. parking, siya, Apple parking and what you need to know. If you have been to the Peta Theater for MWF or another, you know, production, uh, it's really yeah. close. So it's a, it's a two blo- about two blocks away mm. from the Peta Theater. Sorry, yes. a block away yeah. from the Peta Theater. So again, yeah. very close. Again, snack.ph slash geek talk ph as G-E-E-K T-A-L-K-P-H for All right. Peta's early bird. All right, we'll uh, see you there at the Night of Champions viewing party. Another quick plug before we get started. Of course, we've got our growing Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron community. Uh, earlier, we were entertaining entertaining an inquiry. Hopefully, we'll convert that into a subscription. Uh, so if you want to be part of everything that we do and avail of the services that our patrons get to really avail of and take advantage of even, uh, this is where you can go. So if you want to get the full Wrestling Wrestling Podcast experience, you can do it by subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as $5 or in a local currency. It's around 275 pesos, around that amount. And uh, uh, there are perks, of course, to subscribing to our Patreon, um, to our growing Patreon community. Uh, You got the Discord server, a Discord community where, where... you can interact with your fellow podcast and talk about to us NBA about NBA playoffs. Yes, especially me and, and Stan here, uh, where you could uh, interact with us and talk to us about anything. Of course, like uh, Ro mentioned here, you could talk to us also about sports. But it's you know you could talk to us about wrestling, about food, fashion, memes, sports, uh, and everything and anything under the sun. Um, we also have the Pasabais, which the last one just concluded last month during WrestleMania weekend. And the next one isn't really far off. So if you want to get your authentic wrestling merch, you can get it through us. You can also get the review content of the weekly sh- weekly shows like Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, and uh, some local wrestling uh, content review as well from uh, courtesy of Rowan ASH. 
And by uh, so by uh, subscribing to our Patreon, you're supporting everything that we do here on the pod. So again, please subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as five dollars. All right, thank you for that, Emil Ash. Getting better with the ad reads as we get uh, as we get through each week. Yes. Let's get to the picks of the week, and we're gonna do this thing uh, chronologically for this week. So I'll start with mine, which comes from last week's episode of Monday Night Raw. It was the match between Seth Rollins and Finn Balor in the World Heavyweight Championship Tournament semifinals. Um, it was repeated ad nauseum na rematch of SummerSlam 2016, which I appreciated because uh, my added wrinkle of their Alignments being reversed. Seth is now the face. Finn is now the heel. And uh, sober na yung giggle that both of them had, especially Finn. Like when he did that buckle bomb to Seth on the outside. Great reference to the injury that basically changed Finn Balor's trajectory for two or three years after he won the Universal Championship. And what I liked about this was I didn't expect Finn to even be in this match because nung pinakita yung bracket, I was like, oh. It's Seth and Cody in the semis Kasi nung start pa lang ng Raw May konting interaction na between Cody and Seth So I like how Raw teased us with it And then they yanked it away from us Only to give us Finn versus Seth Which I'm not gonna complain about Kasi the Judgment Day did need a bounce back win After what happened to Damian Priest nung, uh, nung backlash So it, it was good to see Finn and the Judgment Day Getting uh, this opportunity And okay din yung Okay din yung character wrinkle ni Seth ngayon. I think, Ro, you've mentioned this on previous episodes of the podcast where Seth is the megalomaniac, pero when he's in the ring, he's all business. Tapos he just wants to uh, prove to everybody that he's the best, right? So uh, it's nice to have this, this layer to him that we didn't really have when he was Universal Champion coming out of WrestleMania 35. Na sobrang white meat baby face lang yun So I'm all in on the Seth Rollins for World Heavyweight Champion campaign. Let's just get there and crown the man. Speaking of, uh, no, uh, about that megalomaniac thing, um, he, it's not just him being a megalomaniac. It's like he's a megalomaniac of the people. So, um, <laughs> Jeffrey, uh, he's, he's like a cult leader now, I think the way um, Bray Wyatt wanted to be by, you know, have everyone singing a song. Uh, he's conducting that, you know, that uh, chorus that was, uh, he's just, you know, be- beloved by all. So, uh, I think and uh, successfully transitioned chat to that role. It's not so much a megalomaniac now. It's just really more of a guy that uh, people believe in and support in. So, parang El Shadaisha or whatever. Yeah. Um, on like this outside note, the context of wrestling, it's hard to believe that this guy is a good guy. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Get get gets good in your. Sorry, jumping in here. Gets good in yung sinasabing yung because it's only in wrestling is it acceptable <laughs> to cheer. For such uh, basically douche douchebag, like a sucha, he talks about himself, he dances to his own music, but you can't help but cheer for him because he's so charismatic. And this current iteration of Seth Rollins really capitalizes on that charisma. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned this noong, uh, noong live stream last Thursday, but it was really so great um, uh, to add to the pick. Uh, of uh, this match it was really just so great to see two guys who had wrestled earlier in uh, their own respective triple threat matches which were no short matches either um they were uh they were full events full blown out events now uh demanded like the most of them physically and then they would go out later that night at least an hour after they had wrestled in that triple threat and still deliver 
um, a top-notch, uh, highly athletic uh, contest without, you know, without looking like they were tired. That is a testament to how elite these athletes are. They're not just wrestlers; they're legit athletes uh, in the WWE, which is why I would hope, you know, the science surrounding uh, their uh, their physicality would catch up. But uh, so good, um, you couldn't have asked for a better semifinal uh, slot. Yeah, and um, to add here, I, I and I think I already said this on Thursday in the live stream. This is this isn't really the first time that I got up see Seth and Finn after the SummerSlam 2016 match, but I love the callbacks just because this is a match for the new championship, and Seth and Finn once battled for the Universal Championship when it was new. So I really love that element that was uh, the commentators were referencing throughout the match, and the callback of the buckle bomb as well. So. Uh, that was a tremendous semifinals match. And again, like we said, this is for Seth Rollins to win uh, this uh, this whole tournament. Yeah. Uh, if you have any lapsed fans wondering, uh, oh, parang di na okay yung mga wrestler ngayon compared to nung nanonood ako, show them this match. So it's one yes. of those <laughs> matches you could uh, hopefully impress them with. In, and if they don't get impressed, they, you know, they're not just lapsed fans. They're just non-believers at this point. So that, That's a whole different kind of worms that I think yeah. you should get into med, some other med, time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I mean, I would love, I... Agree- love to agree with you, but you know... Um, Sometimes it doesn't work that way, so talagang ibang usapan to. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, iba yung lapsed fan dun sa grew out of, the, yeah. of it. You know, I grew old, parang nagmature na or whatever they want to use those to describe themselves at this point. So, parang if it's not for you, it's not for you. It's fine. But if you want to watch wrestling again, then watch this match. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go over to Dynamite for Rose Pick. So, what do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> okay. I was I was waiting for that at the top of the <laughs> after the ad read. <laughs> but all right, anyway, um, my pick of the week was the main event. A lot of good stuff to pick from this episode. Uh, I believe a personal choice is my is the main event, the steel cage match between John Moxley and Kenny Omega. Uh, you guys might know this better as the match in which uh, Don Callis, which is who is pretty much Kenny Omega's family, extended family, turned on him by stabbing him with a screwdriver. But before all of that, uh, Mox and Kenny had themselves a nice little brawl. Um, I picked this because even though there are a lot of New Japan talents booked on AEW programming, uh, very little than yung actual Japanese influence wrestling uh, that they don't always get to do that. So uh, this match was a prime example of that kind of stuff that I like. It was just uh, it was just calling back to the violence that both Kenny and Mox were allowed to deliver whenever they get booked in NJPW. So that's a lot of fun. Shempre, there's um, there's a lot of hardcore stuff. I know that some of you guys might not like that stuff, especially because uh, there's barbed wire, there's thumbtacks, uh, there's blood. Um, there's a lot of that uh, cringy stuff, but you know, I I have to admit I like it. I like I like that hardcore shit, uh, some of that deathmatch shit. So, uh, it's real violence that I think they made up for the the failed um explosion, the exploding barbed wire deathmatch. I think this was this came off a lot better than that. So, um, kudos to them and Shempre. Uh, is since the turn by Don Callis got the whole world talking. Uh, I would like to say then that uh, that 
particular story beat was executed well. So all around good stuff there. I, I wouldn't be mad at you if you picked like Orange Cassidy versus Daniel Garcia for your pick from Dynamite. But, you know, uh, this was just a lot of fun for me. Yeah, Dynamite had a lot of good matches this week. There was this one. There was yeah, there was Claudio versus Phoenix. I was on Dynamite, right? So good to know. Uh, but this one actually also stood out to me for all the, the things Raw mentioned. And also because just like Rollins versus Balor, the roles were reversed in this one. Dito face nasi Kenny heel nasi Moxley, and they still managed to pull off a very brutal, very barbaric, hardcore in essence death match. Na din. Um, lang din. I think they I think they finally redeemed themselves from the fiasco of the exploding yeah. wire wire match. Um, this was much better executed. And the Don Callis turn at the end, major unexpected shot, but in the best way possible. Because hey, now we're talking about it, now we're speculating, now we can't wait to see what happens. And so kudos to AEW for this week. Yeah, and for me, I think this match solidified the case for me that Moxley versus Kenny Omega is like the best rivalry that AW ever had in its, mm-hmm. in its short history. Because from the beginning, they were like to see that at the beginning mm-hmm. of AW. And now, four years later, the roles are now reversed. And it's you know it still hits the same. It's still um, Their matches are still tremendous. And parang, ane, because of they had that long layoff, uh, after nung yung revolution, uh, they didn't really interact with each other. And so by doing that, you keep that feud a little bit fresh. And now the new iteration of the John Moxie Kenny Omega feud, where you had Moxie now with his own crew, the Blackpool Combat Club, and Kenny with his uh with the elite. So they somehow kept things fresh and now they added a new life to that rivalry. And I think that rivalry will still continue as the years goes on if uh Moxie and Omega stays in AW. So but but this match was a really good match. Um a lot na over for me lang na overshadow lang siya nung turn ni Don Callis. But if you watch the match, I think you'll you'll really be impressed of how good these two are. Again, two of the best in the world. The best yeah. wrestlers in the world. My favorite part of this match was Brian Danielson on commentary and how how, how much of a douchebag he was and how <laughs> memeable his facial reactions were. <laughs> like when Janelle Monet released the music video for Lipstick Lover, one of the first things I saw was a reaction to that and then a picture of Daniel Bryan right. on commentary. Mm. So the- Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Back then, a crossover na siya to the music universe, uh, to you know, um, to 
encapsulate people's thirst for Janelle Monet really made me happy. So God bless Brian Danielson. Forgot to add, uh, forgot to add to my explanation. Uh, yung chemistry ni Kenny and Mox are is off the charts, which is why they keep running this match back. Uh, they they ran it in 2019 when AEW started. They ran it in 2021 with a death match and stuff, and now they ran it again because it's just so good. It's like you put them in there, and like it's one of the best stuff that you can watch, and that's why it's the main event. It's yeah, uh, it's fourth uh, that way. Yeah. Uh, is Kenny uh, John Moxley's best opponent like in his career? Um, I would in AEW maybe I I think so. Uh, Shepard not in NJPW. Like I think Okada is Kenny's best opponent there. Pero oh, no, um, uh, Moxley uh, is yeah, Kenny yeah. is yeah okay. Uh, is is uh, Moxley is Kenny? Yeah. Um, I I I wouldn't say so just yet. I I I see I've seen a lot of good Moxley matches with just about a whole bunch of other people, especially when he was champion. So it could be, but I would like to see one match that doesn't involve like a, a match now that doesn't involve all those shenanigans with the hardcore stuff, with the barbed wire. Because I, I think since the beginning, they were just doing uh, a bunch of hardcore shit. So I don't think I've ever really seen them in a long form pay-per-view quality match. I could be wrong, but I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, so absolutist din kasi to say na kunwari, uh, Kenny is Mox's best opponent in AEW period, right? Like uh I I, I there I, I would say na he's one of the uh one of the best. Like I can't discount Brian versus Mox diba? or yeah, WWE uh-huh. uh Seth versus Ambrose, uh-huh. diba? Uh-huh. So it's kind of hard to just pick one. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. Uh uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about Impact Wrestling and uh, SmackDown for the rest of our picks of the week. But first, a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Let's get to the second half of our picks of the week. We're going to go to Impact Wrestling this time. Chino, what do you have for us? Yeah, so I picked Masha Slamovich versus Killer Kelly. Uh, which aired on Impact last uh, Friday. Last sorry, last Thursday, uh, Friday. Dito sa Pilipinas. Um, and it was a pretty good match for me, especially because it's now showcasing the mid card of the very very underrated Impact Women's Division. See, Marsha Slamovich, we it just came out of this came onto the scene just last year, went into Impact, uh, and see Killer Kelly. Of course, we know her from the. May Young Classic in her short stint in NXT uh, UK, I believe. So both wrestlers are actually even they're, they're actually we we've been talking about chemistry here for the longest time. Tongdawa wrestlers that have great chemistry in the sense that they can just hit the live, living shit out of each other and still keep going. In that sense. So I really love the hard-hitting aspects of wrestling, especially in women's wrestling, because it's rarely seen. And these two are, they both bring that MMA brawler style to the ring. So for me, this is why I enjoyed uh, this match. Yeah, um, I always like watching matches uh, at 10 minutes and, and less. And uh, thing with, uh, this match uh, was, was that. And I, mean, I like the submission style of both of these wrestlers. And I specifically love the finish, the classic, uh, you know, the classic finish uh, of the sleeper. That's um, magrotol dun sa sa top rope. And I, yung ano, yung natalo siya. Hindi niya binitawan agad yung sleeper just to send send a message. That was really unique, and I, I really like that. 
I would argue that it wasn't unique because that's like the third time we've seen that over the last few weeks from you know WWE and AEW alone. So I don't know. Medyo nasawa na ako with that finish because we just saw that with Cody. That's how he defeated Brock, diba? Yeah. Uh, and before that, uh, you saw it with uh, Brock or Lashley, I believe. Or I don't yes, Lashley right. over uh, Brock over Lashley in a Royal Rumble yeah. last year. And then I know somebody else did that uh, recently. Then I believe from AEW, I think, or another WWE uh, superstar. So uh, I've strangely seen it a lot of times now. So I don't know why people start suddenly started doing the Bret Hart finish. Um, see Brett yeah, but with uh, Stone Cold, right? Yes. Yeah. So it it has become a lot more commonplace now. So I hope people take notice of it and then stop doing it. I'll be honest, I didn't get to catch this match because I didn't have time before we started recording. But um, Killer Kelly always great. Uh, we got to see uh, not enough of her in WWE. Masha Slamovich also uh, up and coming. Uh, she's had notable stuff with both men and women. So uh, anytime somebody gets that kind of notoriety, especially uh, now that they're signed to a big, uh, relatively big company like Impact, you can bet that you'll be seeing more of them in the bigger promotions uh, in the near future. So um, good stuff. I, I, it's great to see Masha, you know, doing some good work uh, in the business. Yeah, so I actually got to catch this match And um, I've been a fan of Killer Kelly Dating back to NXT UK And even I think mm. you may on Classic right? Uh, Where I first saw her mm. right? So um, it, it's nice to see her on TV again Admittedly, I don't get to catch Impact Last time na none of the episode was when Christian was last uh, Impact World Champion So uh, it, it was refreshing to see uh, this era of Impact With Tom Hannafan and Matt Rewald on commentary And then Masha Slamovich being this bruscom babae and Killer Kelly on her own is already bruskong babae. So to see someone out Killer Kelly, Killer Kelly was pretty entertaining for me. So thank you, Tina, for putting an, an impact match in there. And I'm not going to lie, it entertained me to the point that I watched like half the episode after oh, uh, that, that opening match. So, um, you know, g- good stuff coming out of Impact Wrestling here. Yeah, Impact is pretty great. If, if anything, a little inconsistent, but so far pretty great. Yeah, inconsistent because I know they tape in bunches, so it's like yeah, uh, yeah. NXT UK before, and uh, not uh, everything yeah. is going to be yeah. uh, a big name match, right? Mm-hmm. All right, now let's get to SmackDown, which is the last show with our picks for this week. We'll uh, start with Rowan's pick, which was Austin Theory versus Bobby Lashley versus Sheamus in the first round of the World Heavyweight Championship Tournament on SmackDown. So, Sabini Rowan, he expected it to be more hard-hitting and physical than Ray versus Edge versus AJ, which we'll talk about in a bit. And he came out of it feeling bad for Austin Theory because... Parang nasasawa na siya siguro seeing uh, Austin Theory and, and Bobby Lashley locking horns again. So, yun, um, it, it was nice though for him that, you know, with the triple threat rules and everything, you could really see the element of guys trying to steal the victory over one another, which we did see in the finish of that match. Uh, that being said, napaka physical. I think this was a match where Lashley got busted open, diba? Yeah, he got, he got pretty busted open bad at the end. Yeah, to the point na after they'd stitched him up and Lashley appeared in the main event, ang laki ng bukol, tas kita mo talaga yung, uh, yung stitches. And then he got busted open again <laughs> during that match with AJ Styles. So really unfortunate for uh, our guy Bobby Lashley, but um, great match naman uh, in this first round of the World Heavyweight Championship Tournament. Yeah, pretty good stuff. Um, both of the triple threat matches were pretty good. Actually, we'll talk about the next one, diba? the, the first one rather, uh, next, diba? 
But uh, really good stuff. Siyempre, uh, it's kind of tough to outdo the other triple threats because all the all the uh, first round matches were of the same format. But I think they did a good job by um, pretty much establishing themselves as the hard-hitting, stiff triple threat. Because uh, they had Sheamus and they had Lashley and then, uh, you know, uh, the odd one out in theory. Um, I preferred the other one more with the, the old-timer triple threat. But this one was pretty good. Um, I will echo what Rowan said noong sa kanyang SmackDown review, which was published earlier today. Um, even though the matches were good, uh, obviously we still didn't need these because SmackDown shouldn't have been in the tournament in the first place. So in the man. But um, Shepard, when you count on these people, uh, I'll say this for the other triple threat as well. When you count on these wrestlers, these athletes, to put on a good triple threat match uh, they will always deliver because the format is easy to uh, make a good match out of yeah major telegraphic the win the tong, I don't know, maybe we might be wrong you know maybe it's Smackdown wins the title and then Roman gets that belt for himself again we don't know but at this point in time we all expect Seth Rollins to be champion by the end of Night of Champions so we'll, we'll see what happens as for this triple threat I don't know. Kind of felt like yes, it was hard hitting, pero parang hindi hindi masadong match yung styles nilang tatlo. Like Jose was hard hitting, Theory not so much, and then si Lashley is kind of the guy in between with all his uh, spearing and etc. So parang ako I enjoyed the old timers match more, and I'll explain why once we get to that. But this was pretty good as well. Yeah, agree. All right, uh, Emil, let's get to your pick since it is the other triple threat match that we alluded to. All right, so my pick for this week is the other triple threat match from SmackDown for the first first round of the World Heavyweight Championship Tournament between AJ Styles, Edge, and Rey Mysterio. Honestly, um, I also share the same sentiments that SmackDown wrestlers shouldn't, shouldn't have been involved in this tournament. But when I saw the brackets and I saw that uh, we're going to get this match, I was quite excited because you know these are three uh, legends uh, in uh, in the wrestling business, and you know at least I'm gonna see a good match. So even though I hate the idea of SmackDown being involved in it, at least we got this, and it was a really terrific match to open SmackDown, and a lot of creative spots since it's a three way, and I like na because most of the time triple threat match you got two guys in the ring going at it, and the one guy is outside, and he's gonna come in. Then it's gonna be this. It's gonna be the same cycle. But this one, you know, it really felt like a three-way match because all three of them were involved for the majority of the match. They had these creative spots. You know, um, if you really look, you really got to watch the match because some of the spots I can't even explain. And um, AJ for me, he looks terrific post injury, and I feel like he didn't miss a didn't uh, miss a beat. And um, it had really a good pace concerning all of them are in their forties now, and it was able to showcase all three of them because um I think um Bagong Saltala sa SmackDown si Edge and AJ. So um they showed uh, on on the Fox uh, audience that uh, they really good. They are really good Ed, Edge and uh and uh and AJ Styles. And and I on the SmackDown side of the bracket, I really rooted for AJ to win and I'm glad that he got the win and also in the finals. Um, so even though I didn't like the idea of SmackDown having a representative in the title that is exclusive to Raw, I am glad that AJ was the one who won the SmackDown side of the bracket. 
Yeah, imagine this, about This uh, match, Sabini, I believe it was uh, Michael Cole on comment- commentary. All three guys had 90 years combined of ring experience. Wow. <laughs> you, we know how we were talking about uh, showing somebody a match if they wanted to get back into wrestling. I'm, I'm going to say this is that match you show somebody who is a Laps fan. Because oh, if, yeah, oh, yeah. if you stopped watching wrestling 15 years ago, and then manunod ka ulit, so makita mo match na to, sabi, oh, nandiyan pa si Rey Mysterio, oh, nandiyan pa si Edge, and they're still going pretty hard yeah. uh, in their 40s. So, good good job to all three of them. It's also very nice to see Edge back in a SmackDown ring, di ba? Got his hottest start in his career, yung, yung pasipa nung rated R superstar era niya, dun sa SmackDown, it's John Cena feud. So, no, that was actually on Raw, but you know, SmackDown Six Edge was. Yeah, SmackDown. I, I think you were thinking Edge. of SmackDown Six Edge. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you, so you, you, certain parts of his career became almost nostalgic for me after seeing this match. Siray Mysterio then was also part of the SmackDown Six. Uh, so ang ganda din, ang ganda din ng chemistry, and then you have AJ Styles in there, who's also all very, very good. This match was, was just um, totally unexpected, but in the best way possible. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I already said what I wanted to say. I think you guys already said uh, what I also wanted to say. I just wanted to note that um, these guys, especially Edge, came from the era where this is more tapos. They call a lot of stuff in the ring. Uh, you know, Edge was contemporary was Eddie Guerrero, who would love to do that stuff. That didn't really want to script uh, an entire match. But uh, when you see these three guys wrestle, they wrestled a really, you know, a millennial kind of match na, um, scripted all the way uh, down to the last beat. Um, Stan, you've seen this uh, when we were pr- uh, when Jeff Cobb was planning the entire triple threat match. Uh, sorry, Neil, breaking the glass for you. But um, <laughs> these kinds of matches with so many moving parts, because it's it has to be scripted down to the very end. And yeah. I just thought it was amusing because uh, normally um, these are the kind of guys that you wanna that will likely call it in the ring or call most of it or some of it. In the ring, so that's pretty funny to see them adapt to the times and totally write an entire match from beginning to end. So that's pretty fun, and I think um, it worked out a lot better because you know, they ended up having the better match, and you know, uh, smooth execution and everything. Everyone was there; it didn't feel like they were forty plus years old, Uh So uh, there is some sort of fountain of youth um, in pro wrestling right now, and I hope that that never changes. Especially as they, um, you know, as the years go by and they go, they get even older. So you know the man, uh, really good stuff. I would pick this as well as the better triple threat match of the of the SmackDown episode. Uh, one last thing that I want to note here is yung connection nila in kayfabe, like how Edge and Rey Mysterio had that history, and then they uh, collectively faced the Judgment Day, and then how Edge and AJ had that feud when Edge started the Judgment Day. So it was also pretty cool for for WWE to acknowledge that, because recent history lang naman siya. So uh, the fact that they didn't just forget that added another layer to this match beyond the fact that they were fighting for a spot in the World Heavyweight Championship uh, semis, diba? or tournament semis. So, yun, um, another reason why this triple threat was actually really, really good. So there. Yeah. Uh, those are our picks of the week. If you agree or if you want to chime in with your own pick, you know where to find us. It is at Wrestling2XPod on TikTok and on Twitter. And everywhere else, it is at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Don't forget to leave us a five-star rating on Spotify. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube where we upload those episodes as well. And uh, we'll catch you 
probably tomorrow for another episode. Uh, we're supposed to be releasing this interview that we uh, that that I did with our friends from uh, Malaysia Pro Wrestling. So uh, the MyPW National WrestleCon champion Miles Karu and our friend Cornelius Lowe they joined us here on an audio only episode that should be out um, in about a day or two after you're hearing this. And of course on Thursday we'll all be back to convene for our regular. Thursday live stream at 7 p.m. on Facebook and on YouTube. You can follow us individually at Monday Night Rowan at EML underscore Meister at Gina Supersize and at Rowis War. For me, it is at underscore Stan C. Thank you so much to our babyface producers over at PNA for all the work that they do behind the scenes. And thank you to every subscriber, streamer, uh, listener, follower of the podcast, all the patrons as well for making us a part of your wrestling diet. And on behalf of Romoran, Chino Liao, uh, Emil ASH, uh, my name is Stan C, reminding everyone to stay safe, stay healthy, and don't be a dick. All right? Wrestling, wrestling podcast out. Bye bye. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. 